this episode, we welcome Jen Zellers from Virtual Summit Search, a pioneer in enhancing online visibility and digital marketing using summits. Jen's innovative methods transform how service providers and product creators engage with their audience, focusing on authentic collaborations and effective lead generation. Today, she's going to share with us her insights on using private podcasts to significantly upgrade her approach to online summits and marketing. Join us for a session filled with practical tips on using private podcasts to boost engagement and learning and how it plays a crucial role in the success of her summits and lead generation. All right, welcome back to another case study episode. Today we have Jen Zellers here. We are so excited. Welcome. Glad you can make it, Jen. I'm so excited to be getting to chat with you guys. Hello, audio is one of my favorite tools to use in my business. So I'm ready to dive right in. Awesome. Oh, I love hearing so, that. Yeah, I think you were a pretty early adopter and likely one of the first people who focuses on summits that was like, oh, this is going to be cool. What can I do for summits? So yeah. let's go back to around that time. Where had you heard about private podcasting? Had you seen anyone do it? Like what kind of piqued your interest? And then also if you can share kind of that aha moment where you're like, oh, I need to do this cool trend. Yeah. So I actually heard about Hello Audio before it officially launched back when I was still on the lifetime deal. And I'm seriously kicking myself now that I didn't have a budget at that point. Oh, no, you did on it. it. I was going to say, no, <laughs> I desperately won a one. Oh, but no. I, yeah, I unfortunately missed that boat and have major regrets, but that's okay. I'm still in and it's been a game changer for my business. Um, personally, I'm an like auditory kinesthetic learner, so I do better listening to things and doing things with my hands. So honestly, I really despise having to watch videos for courses. I usually just turn them on and do something else at the same time. But if you're doing it on your phone, you're having to go and keep going back in, especially if it's like a jobby or something, it won't autoplay. And it drives me absolutely insane. So as soon as I heard about the concept and like it clicked, I was like, oh yes, that is an instant. Yes, please. I want that right now. Give it to me. <laughs> and yeah, that was my first introduction to private podcasts in general. Cause before you guys were doing them, I had never, ever heard of them. I'm sure they were out there, but I was just listening to public podcasts. And then once I got into it for my business, I it was really when I realized just how easy it was that like I didn't have to go into Descript and download the audio and the video in order to get it in there. I could just stick it straight in and it would automatically convert it. Because like I'm a tech nerd. I did information systems in college and everything. So I can handle tech, but if I can do it without having to do that, it's really nice. And it makes it a lot easier for me to refer to other people. So I knew I could go and create the strategies and then pass them on to my friends and my clients and they could do it too, which is not always the case. Oh, I love that. Do you remember what your first feed was? I know I'm asking because oh, it's in, been a hot no, minute. Let me go in and ask. But... Or let me go in and look. I'm trying to remember which one I technically set up first. I Oh, no, I know exactly which one it was the first set to set up because it was the Sell the Summit podcast edition that Lindsay was on. Yeah. I remember because you were like, you should be on this. And then we were just pinging back and forth. Does it do this? Can we do that? And then I'm like taking notes for our roadmap when you were requesting yep. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that was before you could drip the feeds. And so now I can drip and undrip. Oh, well, it was when you could drip, but you couldn't undrip it. So now I can use that when I evergreen my summits. They can get the access for the 24 hours and then get it automatically removed. And it's so nice. It's perfect. Perfect for summits. I love it. Yeah. 
Cool. So yeah, what are some of the ways that you've integrated private podcasts into your business? Kind of give us the overview and then we'll dive deep on one or two particular ones. Yeah. So there's a bunch of ways that I've used it. I honestly use it everywhere I can because I want to be able to encompass as many learning styles as I can. So the folks who want the videos, they can have those. But if you just want the audio to do while you're washing the dishes or going out for a walk so that you can absorb it better, it's really helpful for that. So I've used, like I said, private podcasts for the summits that I've hosted. I've used them as lead magnets. I use them for VIP days where I can upload the recording of the VIP day into a private, like really private feed where it's just for that client. And I'm developing some courses and curriculum-based programs. I'm super excited to use it for in that. So it's just really flexible and I am constantly coming up with new ideas to use it for. Hey, well, that's why we have the show because we're trying to encourage people, inspire them. We've had the success stories podcast. We've had lots of people on that share what they've done, you know, with their feeds. And that was, you know, it's been a little hot second since that. And so just having these open conversations kind of about how you're thinking about it, I think will be really cool. And so we can get, let's get into where you're thinking, what you're thinking about doing next towards the end. But right now let's dive into one or two of the feeds that you want to talk about that maybe is like your favorite feed or one that's like getting really great results for you in your business right now. Yeah. So those would probably be my lead magnets, which are audio webinar kind of style. And then also the summits, because those ones tend to have the biggest impact on folks. So that's definitely been my favorite ones and the ones that have the best results for me. Yeah. Let's break down those summit ones for a little bit. We do get that question a lot, like how are people using it in summits and what maybe what you've seen out there yourself and then like how you're using it as well. I think just the breakdown of, you know, are you including it in all access pass? Like you're clearly undripping. So kind of give us the structure the strategy behind your summit, your summit feed. Yeah. Okay. So the way that I do it with my summits is during the live summit and actually during the evergreen summits, I've got two different feeds. I've got one that is only for the all access pass holders And then I have one that is available for everyone that is limited time. So the all access pass folks, whether they're at the base level or the VIP level, get their lifetime access to the ongoing feed. And then anyone who's just attending for free can still listen to it, but it gets unpublished after 24 hours from when it goes live. And then during the evergreen feed, it's able to undrip automatically based on when they subscribed. So I don't have to do any extra work work with that, which is great. And it just flows really nicely and I've gotten great results from it for all the attendees and everything who've gotten to play around with it and listen on the go. Love that. Do you ever think you'll do a summit without audio ever again? No, I've had way too many people who have said that's the only way they were able to attend is through the audio feed. So I will, and I have the highest level that was a powerhouse on Hello Audio. So I can have as many feeds as I want and I'm going to use them. (laughs) That's right. I don't think I will ever go to another summit that doesn't have audio on the flip side. I think as a consumer, I just I just download the videos and make my own feeds personally. But that but PS, I have to be really invested because that's a lot of work, right? Like it's not yeah. It's a lot of work and you know, we can talk about ways to get around certain things, but that's not what this show is about. (laughs) But it is. It takes effort. And so it has to be something I really care about. Sometimes I'll test Derek to do it, but (laughs) for the most part, yeah, my own use of private feeds for my own consumption. When people don't have it as an option, I'm doing it anyways. I've done that with eBooks. I had one, I don't, 
boggles my mind why they would do this. They sent out, it was like one of those, oh, pre-order and get the bonus, like ebook or whatever. And their ebook was a bunch of MP3 files. And I was like, this Stop. does not load no. into anything. Are you kidding me? Are you joking right now? So I took all of those MP3 files and I stuck them in a private feed and loaded in my podcast player and it was perfect. So yeah, I'm with right? you. <laughs> and then you want to message them and be like, hey. <laughs> Did you know about this tool that would be way better on your customer experience? Because this was a horrible customer experience. And I imagine not many people actually use the ebook or the audiobook. I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to hear about the audio workshops that you're using for lead magnets too. So I know we talked a little bit about your strategy on summits, which I love because there's a lot of different ways that people run summits and whether they include the audio or use it as an, I love the all access pass with the audio. I think that's makes it like, to me, it's a no brainer offer. You get the audio recordings. Like that's to me every time. Yes. VIP, no problem. Or all access pass. Talk to us a little bit about how you're using the audio webinars as a lead magnet, because I think there's a lot of different ways people do this. And I'm curious on your approach. Yeah. So I have two different ones because I have a kind of split audience. My main audience is speakers, but then I've got kind of a behind the scenes audience of summit hosts who want to go evergreen. So I've got my summit speaking audio training, and then I have my evergreen summit audio training, and they're both structured really similarly they are shoot forget <laughs> i want to say five or six episodes each and then so i don't position them as webinars so much as trainings even though i call them behind the scenes webinars six episodes for the evergreen summit audio training so it's nice and short and sweet they're i think they're all under five or ten minutes and that makes it really nice to be able to build that as here you can take these short and sweet audio trainings take them on the go load them into your podcast player what I do is I kind of walk them through the basics, the benefits, and the results and the next steps that they can have. And I do that in the short bite-sized pieces. And at the end, I've got, as part of the next steps, obviously they can hire me. And throughout that, I also have some spots where I use the webhooks that you can do through Hello Audio to send it over to NCharge, which is my email marketing platform. And it'll go and send them an email based on the episodes that they've downloaded. So it's, yeah, it's all flows really nicely. And I can do a lot more things with it than I could with a video training because I don't know where they got in the video training most of the time. And it's so much harder to even find anything that would let you do a webhook or anything like that in order to send that info to your email marketing platform. So I really love the flexibility of the audio training I love that. And for those of you listening that may not know, like Webhook, I know is a little techie and it can be a little <laughs> overwhelming. All we're talking about here is a trigger. So this is an automation. And so in Hello Audio, we have something called actions and you can choose to trigger an action if someone downloads a specific episode. So for example, maybe you want to wait till they get to the last episode, which is kind of your pitch, or you know, you get to choose what episode you, you kind of use as the trigger. But if they download that episode, then as an example, what Jen is doing is triggering this webhook, then talks to her email 
marketing platform and it sends an email specifically to follow up. So now we're talking hyper-personalization, being able to, to communicate as if you were a human being, right? Versus making an assumption that everyone's listening to the same thing at the same time. Now we're actually able to take actions based on user or in this case, listener behavior, which is pretty cool. And not many people do that. So kudos to you because you're really, really like maximizing the use of why we built it. <laughs> so it's awesome to hear. Yeah, it's been really fun. And like I said, I am a tech nerd, but the nice thing is because of the way it's set up in Hello Audio, it's still easy enough to walk my non-techie friends through it. And so they can still do it too. Yes. It means a lot to us because I know not every one of our users is a tech person, but it's important that they're able to do it. And it needs to be easy because let's face it, if it's not easy, we're not doing it. So, Mm -hmm. or at least most people (laughs) won't do it. So that's awesome. So how effective have, I guess, you know, you're continuing to use those as lead magnets. Have you found that medium and the way that you're strategically kind of architecting that content to be pretty effective? Have you been kind of tracking numbers and and looking at the performance? I've done the PDFs. I've done email courses. I've done actual mini courses, all like everything under the sun. Pretty much I've tried it and they got essentially no subscribers, nothing worth writing home about. Whereas my audio trainings, they consistently, even without promotion, bring in subscribers on a regular basis and the retention rate is way higher than anything else they both hover right around 70 to 75 percent retention rate on the subscribers and i email weekly at least so that's the fact that it's something that can establish that trust and credibility with them to the point where they will stick around even through my sales periods is pretty solid to me. So I definitely love it. We should promote it a little bit more. (laughs) I know. I do it when I speak. So it's my speaking often. So every time I'm on a Ah, summit or something like that, that's usually where it gets promoted. And it's on all my social media and stuff. But I'm not really active on social media. So it's usually being promoted through collaboration opportunities, which is really helpful too, because that's that extra layer of credibility and trust. I like that. That's cool. Because we are talking kind of more of the nuanced stuff in this podcast. Yes, it's awesome that it's like one of your top, you know, lead magnets and the retention is great. Like we love all of that. And what's cool is hearing like how it's used. This is a use case, I think, that goes um, under the radar or people are overlook it in their business. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to collaborate. And then they're like, oh, share a PDF. And then you're, or share, you get to share a free thing. And then someone's like, oh, what do I have? Oh, I'll just share the same thing I share everywhere. And then you don't even know if that podcast or that, you know, summit that you were a part of returned any ROI in your business. And that idea of tracking your guest spots and stuff. And, you know, maybe you don't have to parse it out completely by every opportunity, but the fact that you even have one that's tied to networking, I think it's genius because people obviously watched your presentation or whatever, and then they opt into this other thing. Again, what's coming up in case study after case study is it's such a good opportunity to really truly nurture people that are into you. And like, it doesn't mean you need 10,000. I don't want you to come on the show and be like, oh my God, I got 10,000 people signed up for this. Like, I mean, I would, that would be great. (laughs) But we celebrate even the hundred and the like 150 and the 200 extra people that you got over a quarter or whatever, because um, they tend to be like really into your business and like what you offer and like your people. And I think that's special and different than an ebook or a template even like as much as we love templates. And I'm like, that's the thing I download typically the most. 
most of the time, I don't really care about the person on the other side because I don't know who they are. Like I'm just downloading the thing because I need a problem solved. Private podcasting is that extra layer of like relationship and intimacy. And so what a great use case. So I hope folks out there, I'm sitting here being like, Nora, I know we, ours is our success story podcast. I would say is the most like thing we share because typically people listen to what we do and then they're like, oh, I need examples like of other people using this. So we share that, but it is cool to start to think about, okay, maybe we can really in speaking opportunities, we've, we've started to do some more bundles and that kind of thing. Thinking about what that free thing is that might be just for that type of offer. I think that's a cool way of looking at it. I love, I don't know if you caught it. (laughs) And I know Lindsay, you probably did, but to the listeners, did you catch that she said she wasn't active on social media? So successful business, not needing to be active on social media and having audio lead magnets that are crushing it. And I just think that deserves some kudos and some just kind of going back. But I wanted to call that out because for a lot of folks, they don't think that's really obtainable and they hate social media. (laughs) So I think Mm -hmm. it's great that you don't have to be active on social media if you don't want to be and you can still absolutely have a successful business. So very cool. Yeah. And that's, it's all through collaborations. Like it's by hosting and speaking on summits and doing joint venture kind of stuff. And that's what drives everything for me. And it's really totally doable. All of my marketing's done through email marketing and it just keeps going. I, at one point I did actually have, I hated writing at that point before I took an email course that actually made me love it again. And so I would just record audio for all of my email newsletters, transcribe it in Descript, chuck it into my email broadcasts. And I also had the podcast feed then for that. And it worked for a while, but there's yeah. Email marketing, audio marketing like that. Those are some really cool ways to do it. I love that's I haven't talked. We haven't talked about this one in, in a while. The flip. Most people talk about writing their newsletter first and then recording it and making it. Would you rather listen to this? But there's a flip one you can do where you just kind of babble for a little bit. And now, I mean, on the other side of this, we have tools, you know, AI tools that can maybe transcribe it, make it sound better. I think there's a tool that I've been like paying attention to. I haven't really found a use case for me personally, but it's called audio pen and it's supposed to allow you to like brain dump and then it like makes it better. (laughs) Like you can make it formal, you can make it casual, whatever. So this concept of kind of, if that's the best way for you to get it out, that it's overwhelming to have, you know, that blinking cursor or chat GPT is spitting out crap, which is kind of happening. And you just don't want to look at that, you know, write that email or, you know, make that post or whatever, you know, flipping it and doing the audio first and then releasing it, which could be kind of cool. And even if you don't release that audio, the concept I think that I want to get out here that is a pattern we're seeing in the case studies too, is like taking that first step and audio is a really nice and less pressure first step to get something out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that translates really well. So what a cool like way to, you know, write your newsletters and to offer your audience like a behind this. Oh, here's how I'm rambly and how crazy I am. And then here's what it looks like in email. I would yeah. totally sign up for that to compare. That sounds like yeah. secret information. I don't know. <laughs> well, and I wish I had edited more the emails more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If only <laughs> if I <I'd> e- <laughs> right. edited the emails and like, you know, shrunk them up. Cause like you said, we ramble, but the cool thing mm-hmm. is then it's kind of like a secret backdoor community thing that people can get into is if do you want the audio only newsletter they can click a button say I only want the audio stay on the email list for certain other things but it could be an audio only newsletter you could 
bill it as you don't have to go into your inbox anymore to hear from me and they get a behind the scenes look at like what you really sound like and you feel like you're talking to them because you're just talking and it's not all polished and everything. So there's some really cool things you can do with that for sure. Yeah. We need to play with it. And the more I talk to people, I'm like, what should we do at Hello Audio with audio? <laughs> I feel like we should do all the things. Obviously, that's not realistic. But as a team, we're always like, should this be audio? <laughs> like we typically go not audio first sometimes. But it's funny because, yeah, you we just get inspired by what people are doing. And then it's like, you obviously can't do all of it one thing at a time. I ha- I'm not going to lie. There is an audio newsletter blog feed that we haven't officially released that I put like a couple things on it. We just haven't found the right time yet. But we have a blog that has, I don't know, 12-ish um, things. We, we reference it in the newsletter, um, you know, every, like once a month, something like that. But yeah, we, we don't have an audio version of it. We're just sitting on it going like, mm, we could. <laughs> cool. So We'd love to hear if you have any like stories maybe from your audience about interacting with your company, with your business, you know, with your feeds, if there's any big ahas they've had or any commentary you did mention, you know, people from your summits say, I would never have even listened to this summit. Are there any other things that you can think of off the top of your head? Yeah, that's honestly the biggest one. I've had folks who they've got chronic illnesses in their families. And so like they've got one of the gals that I know has three kids who all have pretty severe multiple chronic health conditions. And so she's at the hospital pretty much every day for doctor's appointments and emergency stuff. And I heard one of her kids had a flare up during one of my summits and she just emailed me afterwards and was like, I am so glad you had the audio feed because literally the only way I listened was in the waiting room at the hospital. And I, she was like, it changed a bunch of stuff for my business and I'm able to take next steps that I didn't even think about before. So yeah, that's, that's probably the most powerful one that I've gotten from somebody about like how that impacted them being able to use the audio feed. And then there's just the other people who are like, Oh yeah. It's like people like me who they just don't want to listen or watch the videos. They would rather listen on the go and stay active and everything rather than just plunking down in front of the computer. So yeah, those are probably the ones that most resonate and stick out to me. Yeah, that says a lot. I think about really getting a glimpse of what's happening on the other side. Like the listeners are human beings listening to your podcast and, and you know, if it was a public podcast, maybe they would reach out. That's possible. Um, they would have to go through that effort. But the fact that they're in your world, they've given you that email address, those like boundaries have kind of already been crossed. Um, and I think that from a business owner and a creator's perspective means everything. When someone is choosing to consume your content and the fact that you're giving them a way that would not otherwise, they would not have been able to do it. It's, it makes me go like, how does everyone not have audio versions of everything they put out there then? Because there's that woman is not the only person who has experiences like that. And other people have other things that pull them away from the computer. And, and, and what I would imagine being just very stressful and that you kind of offer some level of respite in a time that probably isn't the best for her. That's like why we do this kind of stuff. I just think about that from a business owner's perspective. And so, yeah, that's amazing to, to know that you could reach people like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. The ways that 
like the little things like an audio feed that you wouldn't think would make a difference in someone's life. And it really can. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm curious because you've been using audio now for a while. So Mm -hmm. you've, you know, you've evolved probably as we all kind of learn and then we have new ideas and we do different things. I'm curious for those folks that are listening and they're interested in getting started now, maybe they're thinking about, or maybe they have a summit and they're thinking about adding audio to the summit. What would maybe be some advice you would give someone who hasn't started using audio or or private podcasts in their business? Just do it. (laughs) You know, it sounds cliche, but it really is true. Just give it a shot because the number of people that you can reach who may otherwise have looked at your course or your whatever else you're going to be using this with and said, I don't have time to sit down in front of the computer and you can take away that objection and it might change their life in whatever way your offer is going to do that for them. You can reach a whole host of new people who either because of learning preferences or because of time constraints, they just, they need this. So give it a shot. It's really easy and it, you really don't have much of anything to lose. So true. I think now whenever we create audio, I'm going to be thinking about that lady that you mentioned, that mom sitting in the hospital waiting room, you know, doing everything she can for both herself and her family. I think that really paints a really powerful picture of, you know, changing someone's life and being able to reach them and meet them where they're at. So that was really cool. I'm glad you shared that. Definitely. Well, this has been super insightful, Jen. We're so proud of how you've been using Hello Audio and waving the flag and <laughs> doing all the things, testing all the tech stuff. Yeah, we're excited for you and your business and we're glad you've been a part of it for this long. Super, super yeah. fun. I'm glad I found it when I um, didn't. <laughs> yeah, totally. So we like to end the episodes asking about a private podcast, if it existed, of your life ramblings, what would it be called? They're probably either Utter Chaos or Here Be Dragons. I don't know which. Here Be Dragons? <laughs> Those are both really good. Yeah, I like Dragons that. are my That's favorite anime. I could see the cover art. Wow. Yeah, that would be cool. I like that one. That one would stand out for sure. Very cool. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your stories. And yeah, we're cheering you on. Thanks for having me. And there you have it, audio heads. Another episode of Laundry Private Podcast is in the books. I hope you're leaving today feeling even more ready to amplify your voice and connect with your audience in meaningful ways. The adventure continues in our next episode with even more insights, strategies, and inspiration to help you along your own private podcasting journey. Of course, make sure to check out helloaudio.fm to start your own private podcast. And remember, you've got amazing content that needs to be heard. So let's turn the volume up. Until next time.